Hello and welcome to the Gender Series brought to you by the Women Advocacy for Development Network, WADN, with me, Hamdia Muhammad Abubakar, together with my colleagues Rahat, Kwesi, Edwina, Ramina, and Habiba, as we talk about misogyny in our society in the subsequent episodes. Do stay tuned. Welcome to episode 1 with me, Hamdia Muhammad Abubakar, as we discuss misogyny in marriage. Do listen to our subsequent episodes. Misogyny, according to Kate Mann, is a system that shows hatred to women who challenge male dominance. And this is as a result of historical patriarchy where men are seen as superior to women. Our Ghanaian society defines men and women roles in marriages. An example of a man's role is to provide for the family's daily needs. And the woman is supposed to cook and do other housekeeping functions. Most of times, when a woman tries to challenge that dominance, when she fights for equal opportunity, shared marriage rules, problems begin to arise. Have we heard of the narrative of Ikuya Jifo Ayimbuka? Marriage for hate, marriage for companionship who divorced her husband over a book he wanted her to publish in his name. What about the University of Ghana student who nearly dropped school because her husband has a diploma and she was pursuing a degree? Now, let's talk about the stories of women we don't hear about women who are scared to speak up, women who can't fight for their rights, but yet they are being abused. How do we get to them? Our society has made this possible. It praises women who preserve the patriarchy and admonishes those who challenge it. We can do better. Let's say no to misogyny. Let's fight for equal opportunities. Let's fight for shared marriage rules. And let's live in a peaceful society. My name is Hamdiya Mohamed Abubakar. And thank you for listening to this episode. Hello and welcome to episode 2 with me Florence Dankwa as we discuss misogyny in music videos. With this opportunity, I also want to take my share 
on the numerous works that has been done on misogyny and give my account of how it has been portrayed in Ghanaian music videos. And it is not different from Imahana's view on five ways women are exploited in hip-hop music videos. According to Imahana, women are exploited in five ways in music videos. Number one, their positions. Number two, their clothing. Number three, portrayal. Number four, dancing. And number five, role. Explaining this, Imahana reveals that in positions, and I quote, since the beginning of time, women have been positioned in extremely objectifying ways. Woman's breast, her butts, or her legs would be emphasized. Example of such Ghanaian music video, we have Shatawale's bumper music video. And then number two is clothing. Women are seen wearing very little or no clothing, while the men are seen dropped all over the women or gazing sexually at them. An example of such Ghanaian video, we have Wendy Shea's Uber driver. Number 3 by Emma Hanna is portrayal, and I quote, In many music videos, women are portrayed as weaker sex than men. Women are portrayed as mere sexual objects. An example of such video, we have Stay Woke by Daco Vibes featuring Stone Boy and Ebony Rain's Poison music video. Number four is dancing. And I quote, The dance moves that are used in music videos for women are usually sexual and provocative. They are seen shaking their breasts but and staring at the camera in sexual way. Example of such music video in Ghana, we have Ray James Bounce music video and Wendy Shea's All For You music video. Number 5 is Role And I quote, Women are usually never portrayed as strong, independent and career driven. Instead, their focus is completely on the man, on getting his attention and keeping it by all means necessary. Example of such videos in Ghana, we have Stoneboy's Bawasaba video. All these five ways in which women are exploited in music videos by Emahana, which are number one position, number two clothing, number three portrayal, number four dancing, and number five roles can vividly be seen in most Ghanaian music videos. Thank you for listening. Hello, welcome to episode three with me, Ramina Tukhalid. In this episode, I'm going to talk about misogyny in schools. A school is an educational institution designed to provide learning spaces and learning environments for the teaching of students under the direction of teachers. Misogyny is everywhere around us. 
it manifests in numerous ways, including social exclusions, sex discrimination, violence against women, and sexual objectification. Misogyny is a central part of sexist, prejudice, and ideology, and as such, is an important basis for the oppression of females in male-dominated societies. Misogyny is increasing rapidly in some high schools and even in tertiary institutions. Too often, in some schools, girls do not feel like they are enough, deserving of love, worthy of a voice. Some girls do not express themselves in class well because of the fear of judgment from the opposite sex. Misogyny, especially at such a crucial developmental stage, is severely detrimental. In schools, male students use bad words like bitch and hoe to refer to the female students. Some girls feel very low about themselves when such words are being used on them. Misogyny in education is a serious concern which must be checked and also educates the young boys to help stop them from practicing such bad behavior all in the name of boys are being boys. Hello, this is episode 4 and I'm Habiba Shaibu. We're looking at misogyny in advertising. When we say advertising, we have a lot of them. We have the TV, the radio, and the new media. But for the purpose of what we're looking at, we're taking the TV adverts because of the advantages it gives by the use of the video, audio, and text in portraying situations. Have we ever thought of this? Why are men always portrayed in most of our adverts in superior and expert roles as compared to women? Women are found to feature in adverts that communicate skin care and domestic products, whilst the men, in contrast, are featured in adverts that communicate power and leadership. Our societies and culture today thinks that a woman's place is in the kitchen. And because of this perception about culture in society, the media reflected to us. So most of our adverts today that you watch on television, always women are featured in domestic households, always cooking in the kitchen, whilst the men are the men are rather seen as the problem solvers of the house. They are featured in professional roles. They are seen as smart leaders. They are seen as the responsible ones. So they feature in adverts that speaks of power and the rest. 
whilst the women are always seen as those who cannot do much and offer much to society are given the domestic roles. Have we also thought of this advert? Where this woman works from dawn to dusk in the kitchen, preparing food for the family, organizing the house and the rest, and she questioned the husband if he has completed some transactions that require paying bills and the rest. And that is one of the numerous adverts that shows that women are always featured in domestic roles whilst the men are given the leadership and the strong roles to play in most of our adverts in Ghana. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Habiba Shaibu. and I come your way with episode 6 of our podcast on misogyny in rap music misogyny is no way far from our Ghanaian society this is because our cultural norms teaches that women are at all costs and no matter their level of education or exploitation supposed to be humble to men especially their husbands And that is why some men do go the extreme of divorcing their wives due to the fact that some of these women try to rub shoulders with men and it seems to be totally unacceptable. In this context, women are being punished by being driven away from their marital homes. And that is misogynistic because it also talks about the fact that men do punish women when they try to wrap shoulders with them or they try to dominate over them. Not only on our cultural aspect, but narrowing down to our political aspect, misogyny is clearly shown. For example, when Nana Kunedu Ajimai Rollins contested for presidency, it was seen to be weird because they thought men are supposed to be presidents in Ghana and no woman has ever been president even the women themselves were against their fellow women contesting presidency it was it seen that men are supposed to be presidents that's the head whereas the woman could be the vice president or any other minister and this is purely misogynistic in our political aspect now to the main topic for the day misogyny in Ghanaian rap music misogyny in rap music simply refers to lyrics or videos or other aspects of rap that supposed glorifies or victimize women when we talk about misogyny in rap music it also refers to their choice of words used in describing women or ladies hostile words 
like bitch or better still bitches are words used to refer to women in rap music all over the world not only Ghanaian rap music for example a song titled for your eyes only goes this way niggas die over bitches disrespecting the dollar bills blow shit that turned the city to a battlefield i call it poison you and i call it real pop 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 well that was just an example of misogynistic lyrics in rap music here bitches was referring to women women disrespected because of the dollar bill well that's money but we would realize that in the example i gave the word bitch which is misogynistic referred to women but if we should watch some of these music videos and see how these ladies happily respond when they are called bitches we would come to realize that it was never forced on them they are actually fine with that provided they are getting what they want i don't think misogyny is as bad as it's made to look because the women themselves seem to be happy about it they prefer to be called bitches or hoes provided they are getting their pay back and misogyny is made to look like the men show hatred towards women but i don't think this is hatred the women themselves go after it thank you for listening i am the plara hat hmm Hello and welcome to episode 6 with me Dari Kwesi as we discuss misogyny at our workplaces. The fight against misogyny can't be fought without we tackling that which occurs at our workplaces. The idea that men are superior and must be the ones only to occupy leadership roles has gone a long way to affect the women who find themselves in the working space. These women mostly occupy positions that exempt them from adding their voices, contributions, and opinions when it comes to making decisions or policies in a workplace. They are being subjected to minor positions and instances where a woman tends to advance to higher positions. She poses as a threat because she then stands to change the status quo. This nature of men tend to regulate women 
to some particular occupations like market trade, secretary, housewife, shop attendant, and etc. Historically, there has been some women that excelled when we were given leadership roles. Yasantua, Nunzambo Mandela, and Queen Nzinga are examples of such ladies. Let's join the fight against misogyny at our workplace for our mothers and our women have value and they need to be respected. My name is Darikusi and thank you for listening to this episode. Episode 7 of Misogyny. My name is Edwin Anana Jamesa. Misogyny is absolute hatred for women, but it is not absolute hatred for women or men. It is the fact that they will choose one gender over the other. Misogyny in acting. Women are not allowed to play very, very important roles in the movie industry, like the protagonist or the main role or lead role in the movie. Unless the movie is about a woman who has probably lost their kids and is facing so many problems from the family side, it's a misogynistic because obviously, the movie is portraying as if the woman is suffering and she doesn't deserve a good life. Misogyny in acting directed at women that are contemptuous, hate and gross disrespect to us. A philosophy professor in Cornell University, Kate Mann, has opined in her that Misogyny is not about male hostility or hatred towards women. Instead, it's about controlling and punishing women who challenge male dominance. Misogyny can be expressed in many forms, including scare texts of religion, inappropriate sexual demands, mythologies and sectorial philosophies the film industry or acting has seen its fair share of this societal brutal against women in several forms and all shapes women in the acting industry are often given rules that are far less than their male counterparts and given poor condition of service associated with their work. Women are disrespected in the industry through inappropriate sexual advances and demands before roles are given. Harvey Westing, a former film producer 
was convicted on multiple offenses against women, especially in the industry. Thank you.